gross. It sets up there. Oh, shit. This almost fell. Yeah, because it's on top of that shoe. No, I know, but it leans closer so you can hear us better. Okay, fine. So, let's see. Uh, the sound will be better, trust me. Alright, so, welcome to the Happily Wedded Weirdos. Uh, today, we are doing another rendition of Brews and Views. And Frank, would you like to tell us what our bru- our views are today? Child's Play. The original. Don't ask us to review the new one. We will not. <laughs> well, we were going to do a whole... We were going to do all of them, but it's just not possible with our schedule to watch that many. Because Chucky is the most consistent of all the uh, horror characters, as you pointed out. Yes. Um, which will... We'll Thank get... you, John Mancini, for... <laughs> you know, you gotta give John Mancini credit because... I mean, I loved all the Child's Play series. Mm-hmm. All the movies, but... Let's just say someone had a problem with one of them. I've noticed most people have a problem with the third one. Mm. And maybe see the Chucky. But, Dom and says, well, fuck you, I did it. And I'm going to continue this into the TV series. So well, to- and we'll, we'll, like I said, we'll discuss more in the... Just talking about the movie in general, because there's a lot of... Well, the TV series kind of does a, f- a few callbacks to the original. That's what I mean. So we'll we'll Very get consistent. there. And also the TV series, as far as reviewing those on the show, we probably can. Um, but it would have to be ones that we've seen. Yeah. Because like with Chucky, it's only two seasons so far. So we can review those and then, you know, see. And the, the third one's coming out. The third October. one's coming. Um, Exciting. I'm trying to think of anything top of the show that we want to talk about. Uh, oh, I don't really have anything right now. I mean, support the charities. Again, Maui. Um, and the It Gets Better project. And then we are promoting a podcast today. I'm so happy to be talking about it because it is our friend Kim's podcast. Uh, she has a podcast called My Kind of Convo. So go find her and follow her because Kim is, um, one of our very good friends. She was in our wedding and she was our manager when we worked at Madame Tussauds. And yes. she was the best manager we ever had. So Absolutely. anything we can do for Kim, we will do. Um, Please support Kim. Kim, always support Kim. And Kim would support you. You support Kim. She would. She's a, Kim is a real one. So when I was working at Madame Tussauds, I forgot what happened. We didn't have money. We had like nothing. And I couldn't get home. And I was going to sell the pentagram necklace that I used to wear, like the, the one that was on the stretchy thing. Yes. Uh, I was going to sell that to one of uh, somebody we used to be friends with for like $5 just to get on the subway. And she gave me money to go home. So that's what kind of person Kim is. So go support her podcast and give her $5. Why not? Um, But yeah, we uh, think that's it. Well, we'll do all the follows at the end. Like Like a real podcast. So we'll get into Chucky. So uh, also today's brew is Blue Point Brewing Co.'s Mother Pumpkin Ale, which I'm currently drinking. It's pretty good. Um, not as pumpkin-y as I would say our last one. No. It's not bad. No, it's not bad. It's it's good. It's crisp. It's folly. I, I like it. Um, and also uh, our meal that we had, because we do uh, themed food, themed dinners when we watch it. Um, and the... This week was Andy's breakfast to his mom in the beginning of the movie. He makes her super burnt toast with a shit ton of butter and what looks like tricks with a whole bunch of sugar on top of it. I think it was marshmallows in that cereal too. Yeah. Well, so 
when we did it, we did toast, not burnt, with like a spread of butter and a bowl of oops, all the crunch berries and all of I the marsh. Some of the Lucky Charms marshmallows in for good measure. And of course, orange juice. Orange juice. Um, so that was our. We didn't have that with the beer, by the way. That was no, like that after. Was, that was, <laughs> that was disgusting. So um, we begin with Chucky. It's very 1980s because, of course, it was made in the 1980s, specifically the year 1983. It was made in 1988. 88. Holy shit. Which was one year shy of my favorite movie, Batman, Mm. in 1989, I believe. Very different storylines. So we see Charles Lee Ray, who's played by Brad Dourif, to this day. To Um, this day, and hopefully it will continue to be. Great to do the voice of... um, somebody because then you don't have to really worry about being old or young or whatever because even though they had him play charles lee ray well he does okay so he does play charles lee ray and then in the tv show he did also play charles lee ray he did look like tommy Wiseau though in a lot of those angles oh no in the the cult of chucky yeah in the curse of chucky curse of i'm oh my god and they had him in black white now his daughter is in the his Daughter is yeah. a Charles Lee Ray in the TV show, which is great. Yeah, Fiona Dorif, and she's love her beautiful. But then she plays her father, and I just have a problem seeing past that. Not that I wouldn't be a attra- I-, I thought Brad Dorif was very attractive when he was younger, and he looks great now. Um, I don't know. It's just it's one of those things where it's like it's strange. It's it's uncomfortable it at times. But so he's running away from Prince Humperdinck. Chris Sarandon, who is also the voice of Jack Skellington, who he's been voicing also since I think the movie came out. Yeah. Like he's done, I mean, long longevity in these parts. And they're in Chicago, uh, as most movies in the 1980s took place. Yes. Chicago, New York, or someplace in California. But it was always those three places. So he runs into a toy store and they start shooting at each other. And at some point, he gets hit, and he goes by the nearest, hottest toy. Charles, sorry. Yes, Charles Lee Ray, shot by Chris Sarandon. And he goes to the nearest toy, which is a red-headed good guy doll. Which was based off of the My Buddy dolls that were big at the time. Because those things are fucking... I'm a child of the 90s. I never liked Cabbage Patch Kids, though. Never like I didn't like those creepy baby dolls with like just the round heads and the big faces and the spongy bodies. It freaked me out. I didn't like it. I did have that one doll though that you had to teach it how to walk and it would fall down and then you had to help it walk. Oh, that's cute. And I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of fine. But it preparing you for motherhood. Yeah, that actually fine. felt offensive now that I think about it. But no, I know I don't like these dolls, and I was right because they kill people, don't they? <laughs> so um, he has some type of magic that he puts into the doll voodoo magic. well it's voodoo magic but it's like uh soul switching or because it's not really yes. soul switching he doesn't switch souls well, with the it's doll not, well obviously you can't it doesn't have a soul it was a ginger doll also so there was definitely not ah. a soul in this thing but yeah so because charles lee ray was the lakeshore strangler he was a bad person and Spoilers. they used the it's not even a spoiler. They, you see in the beginning of the movie, how is that a spoiler? But whatever. So he, uh, I think he's based off of, uh, ch- uh, with the name, uh, Charles Manson, Henry Lee Lucas, and... Ray Jam- Romano. James Earl Ray. Who the fuck is James Earl Ray? I think James Earl Ray was the guy who killed Martin Luther King, I believe. 
James I don't see any of uh, that specific trait. He's not an assassin in this. No, well, I think they just took these names of these bad people and put them in, which I thought was interesting. Now they tried to make him sound kind of like a like the bank robbers, like an old kind of cool. So because, well, also yeah. think of it this way, because I kind of skipped this part, but he has a guy that is supposed to be his getaway driver, Eddie Caputo, yeah, and that guy drives away. So now this was during the time of the eighties action stuff. You had Robocop, you had Terminator, yep. you had to keep up with these movies. Uh, the Mel Gibson one, Lethal Weapon. So they kind of have it very actiony. You got the synthesizer going. It's really fun. There's chunky sweaters. Shit there's leather. I don't know why Charles Lee Ray is dressed up like Pee Wee Herman, but it was of its time. He has like a gray suit and white shoes. He's dressed like Pee Wee Herman. Don't know why. Because when they show him later on in the series, he's not dressed very nice. He always dresses kind of like a out of work. Uh, he, he just looks like Tommy Wiseau. It's just dark hair, sunglasses, and a cigarette with some type of long coat. So, um, he, after the guy leaves him, that's when they have to run into the toy store. He gets shot. He's threatening, um, Chris Sarandon. Yeah, he, and, he, he says that he, he's gonna get him, and he's gonna get Eddie no matter what. And then he's looking for something to pass his soul into so he won't die. Mm-hmm. And he finds the doll, and he does a voodoo chant which causes the clouds to form up in the sky and sure. lightning to show. Absolutely. And then when he finishes it, the lightning, like what you said with Terminator, has its own it, Yeah, it never, it can't just be like a simple like, whoop. It has to be, it's a whole thing in the The lightning 80s. fucking strikes and explodes and Chelsea Ray gets shot back. Yeah, he's... And the toy store blows up and for some reason Chris Sarandon he's fine. survives. He's and he walks by the body, and we see that Charles Lee Ray is, in fact, dead. And we never, ever see him again. Or and, and the movie's over. But, yeah, the 80s had this thing where I think everyone discovered how to do that cloud trick. Because that was showing up in a lot of shit back then. Yeah. And they were really excited They're to really use it. They were. They really were. Um, so then we open on Andy making his breakfast that we had ourselves, which is very good. And he goes into his mom's room in the nicest apartment that a single a single mother, mother working behind the jewelry counter at some busted ass department store can afford. Um, it has a fucking fireplace, and I bet she had a dishwasher. It's a very nice I apartment. Bet she, bitch. So he goes to give her the um, breakfast, and of course she wakes up, and it's what's her face from Seventh Heaven, and um, Catherine, Hicks. Catherine Hicks, and she's she drops she gives him his. Uh, gift because it's his birthday it's his birthday and um you can see this as a christmas movie because it is also around christmas time part of the inspiration was don mancini watching these people so cabbage patch kids when they came out this was such a big thing that seinfeld actually has so the festivus episode yeah if you've ever seen seinfeld there is um festivus which is basically jerry stiller went to get his son a Cabbage Patch doll, and they were all out, and he got really pissed off and created his own holiday. And if you watch I Love the 80s, they talk about it. Like, these were a big thing, I guess, just because they had a branding, and a lot of toys in the 80s tended to have the cartoon based off of the toy. And we thought that those violent um, Black Friday things were recently... Oh, no, they started... They didn't yeah, they were doing the that back then. Patch, I mean, the... Uh, like these animals fucking fighting yeah. each other over these dolls to give to their kid and like it's supposed to 
about sharing and giving and all that. Nah, fuck that. Bitch, get out of my way. Give me that package. Bitch. Yeah, That's you will dumb. get slapped across. <laughs> you will get the fake blonde slapped right out of you back in the 80s. So they, I mean, it was, it was intense. So, um... They kind of, I think Don Mancini saw that and saw the horror behind that, but then also decided haunted dolls are fun. Yeah. So he um, he got a lot of inspiration from that, and Chucky was basically like that kind of 80s doll. Had the same type of look with yes. the fucking overalls, and the kid has a bunch of the products. So the mom gave him the tool kit. Which, yes, she couldn't afford, you know, being a single mother, she, mm-hmm. she didn't have time to save up for it. And it's, you could see, I gotta say, Alex Vincent playing andy you know for a little kid he he's a pretty good actor he's very yeah and i think well i said this because we're also currently in the middle of watching the mini series the shining i feel like a lot of children in horror movies are less annoying because they're writing children for a horror movie it's not supposed to be cute it's not family it's like this is kind of more geared towards reality in a way even though it sounds ridiculous it's not trying to be cute you know what i'm saying like I I would rather watch Alex Vincent. I'd rather watch a Linda Blair and The Exorcist than Matilda. I love the movie, but I just when adults try to write for children as children, it just doesn't work for me. But when they write kids as like kind of being in the middle of all this shit and how would a kid react to it? It's like, well, if the kid's seeing violence, it's just like let them act like, you know, normal like how you'd react to violence so alex vincent is just like he's cute you feel bad for him you he's never whiny he's never annoying like he just is a good kid which makes again all of this so much worse for this poor child because he gets he really wants the the my buddy doll doll i'm sorry well no i mean it's the good guy yeah yes um you know when he was making the breakfast uh he saw like the good guy the cartoon cartoon And he saw the the commercial for the good guy doll that had a g- guy in a giant good guy doll, which I think was scary. Th- I was going to say, that actually frightened me more than any <laughs> scene. And Chucky, at the end of this, does get burned and mutilated, and he's basically chased by the Terminator version of Chucky. That was less terrifying than that thing, because if that thing had popped up possessed <laughs> by Charles Lee Ray, I don't think I could have sat through the movie. I think we would have had to. That would have had to be a turn but, off know, one. He sees this big box, and rather yeah. he thinks that's the good guy, and he wants to open that first, and it's closed, and he sees disappointed, and then uh, you know he has. She got him the accessories for the doll. But he's like, oh, but I wanted the. That was the another doll. big '80s thing. Was like getting the clothes as a gift. Like in Christmas Story, he gets the bunny outfit, yeah. and then in Home Alone, they're like, "Well, we can't do this again." So he gets the blow up clown that looks like Tim Curry from it. Yeah, we'll get to that during Christmas. Don't worry. But I, 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 I really yeah. enjoy they... the chemistry between you know uh, Alex and, and Catherine. I yeah. think they're they're really really great and. I think that it really, I feel, and maybe it's because I love this movie so much, I love the Chucky series. Chucky is one of my favorite horror icons, but this movie felt, to me, deeper than just a horror movie. Like, it showed the mother's love for her kid and protecting the kid, and you don't see that too often in a horror movie, in my opinion. Well... I 
I would think of it like all the time. Mm, I think it depends on the type. Like Dark Water, we just watched with Jennifer Connelly. I felt like they had a good that thing with was the kid. Good too, yes. With the ring, I felt like Naomi Watts cared about him, but I never felt like they had that connection. No. But I will say, going back to The Shining, the original Shining and the new Shining, I will say I think the mom's relationship. Same thing, like protecting the kid. They have a. I think the Wendy's have a good relationship with the Danny kids yeah. both times. Like the dads vary because they have to. But I think that, like, uh, I I think if you have a mom and a kid and you're able to have those moments, like you're not gonna. You didn't really have that in like um, Poltergeist. You know, you never got to see the mom kind of connect with the kids like that. But yeah, it was, it's also like a lot of women were becoming single in the 80s and divorce yeah. was on the uprise. Of course, in this situation, there's no divorce. Uh, he She's died. a widow, yeah. Yeah. And I don't, does, do we know how he died? Nope. We never find out how he died. He looks in the picture like he was maybe a cop or a firefighter, but I don't think he was a cop because we would know. Yeah, they, they would have mentioned it. would have did a cliche like Charles Lee Ray kills him or something. Which would have been an interesting thing, but again, Don Mancini, if not, I mean, he, this man is extremely talented in a lot of ways, but also I think the way he just writes is very... If you listen, Don, I love you. <laughs> Thank you for writing Chucky. Yeah, it was, and the the work on the show and everything, I mean, it's just a, yeah. a great series. So, um, she goes to work with Marty from Greece, who is... She just on her son's birthday. Yeah. Not only does she have to work... Well, well, I'll get to that in a second, so... Yeah, Marty uh, says to her, oh, you know that dolly you want? The, there's a homeless guy, and I think he's got one. There's a person in the alley that will sell this to you, which is always legit. It's how you want to get things, <laughs> you know? Um, and she, uh, she, she's like, well, I, I, I can't just leave my, my post. And I was like, come on, you want the doll or not? Well, and- she's got this wormy douchebag little boss who shows up he looks like a tall version of truman capote and he's always like every i don't know this man like in real life i'm just saying based on the characters because he's played a few characters he's always a wormy little fuck and he Uh, says you can go home from five o'clock to um, but be back by seven and i'm like what the the fuck just let me go home you motherfucker yeah and she takes the uh, public transportation so by the time she got there Time to come back. But anyway, she she goes into the alley and sees the homeless guy and his teeth are all uh well, there's something else. They're they're pretty fucked up. And he he offers a set price and Mike tries to haggle, but he has like a final offer. And then finally you know, Karen, that that's Kathy Hicks. She's like, fuck it, I'll, I'll buy it, I'll take it, because you don't know how much you know my yeah. son wants this doll. And yeah, so she, she she takes the doll back, and of course, like you said, that wormy, spineless little fuck yeah. is waiting. He's like, "Oh, Mrs. Barkley, have we had a nice break?" And blah blah blah. And then he's like, "Oh, well, you have to come back. You have to cover." Mm-hmm. And Marty, being a real friend, is like, "Well, I can cover for her, but of course, um, she works in shoes, so you can't in jewelry. possibly do shoes yeah. and jewelry." And though I've worked at a Macy's over Christmas. Um, I did perfume, and somehow my ass was dragged over to clothing to help them fucking fold. So you ch- most <laughs> certainly can do that, and they did make us. And, um, and it was so sad because she even kind of said, um, Karen's like, well, it's my son's birthday. Yeah. And of course he gives the, Mrs. Barkley, are you happy here? Like, no. Really, you're going to threaten to fire this mom because she wants to be there for Man, what a fucking... Anyone who's effort. happy working in retail is a frightening person. I am actually afraid of those people because there's something wrong so with them. So once again, Mari... Actually, her name is Maggie, go figure. But um, she says, you know what? I'll watch Andy. It's fine. 
Okay. Well, that wasn't really... I thought the issue was more of, I have to work on my son's birthday. Not well, so yeah, much. but at I, least she had someone to watch him. Who the fuck's watching him at the moment, though? That's a good question. Yeah, okay, I so think I don't think... It's the 80s. I don't think we find out at that time. See, but... you don't know this because you grew up with, like, a house full of people. Let me tell you how they parented in the 80s and 90s. Don't answer the door, don't answer the phone, and stay in the house. Literally the only rules I had when my mom would leave me by myself. <laughs> That was, and that was like not even the eighties. That was like nineteen ninety nine, two thousand one. So not much changed. No, well at that time, but yeah. So, but um, she goes over to watch him, and I guess they had cake or something, and they yeah, they had cake, and he um, but but he gets the toy. He does get the toy, you know, and the, the mother gets to give it to him before she has to leave back to work, and Andy starts talking to him oh we should also mention before we go too far remember he got the toolkit earlier now once again it was a different time so nowadays when you get a hammer toy the hammer's made of plastic well guess what when you got hammers in the 80s you got a fucking hammer in the 80s you got a real motherfucking hammer in the 80s yeah i I don't know and this will be prevalent yeah so uh andy does like like hi i'm andy what's your name and the doll's head turns Hi, I'm Chucky, and I'm your friend at the end. Hi, the ho, ha, ha, ha. And yeah, it it's definitely it's he liked it. The kid liked it, and the kid is playing with the doll even after you know his mother leaves. He's still playing with the doll, and Maggie's watching him, and you know it's bedtime, and Chucky has on his little tool belt accessory, a little hat, and then Chucky starts whispering to andy and and his aunt maggie chucky wants to watch the nine o'clock news because chucky saw on the news they were talking about his partner eddie caputo Mm. and how he's still missing okay well maggie i was like well it's a doll go to bed andy so she takes him to bed and then Andy goes to brush his teeth, which was weird. She should have told him to brush his yeah. teeth first. Well, you said that. She should have told him yeah, to brush his teeth. Yeah, it was... Then... Well, because she picks the doll up, which, again, By I just... Arm. I cannot believe, because that would have been the first time as a doll, you would have heard me scream. I would have blown my cover immediately if you picked me up like yeah. that. That but, should have hurt. But, yeah. Um, so, the first... One of the first jump scares, I guess, of the movie is... TV goes on like yeah, like a big blast, and Maggie looks and she sees Chucky sitting in front of the fucking chair watching the news, which she still thinks is because of Andy put him she there, th- which you would think. Yeah, so she says to Andy like, "What is this? I told you, you know, you're supposed to go to bed." And he's like, "I, I didn't do that." And she's like, "Oh, what? Chucky walk over there and turn on himself?" Anyway, she she kisses him good night. And she goes to clean up. And then things start getting a little downhill for her. Mm. So there's, there's, like, she's sitting on the couch. And you see something, like, run across the hallway. And she's like, Andy? And now she's walking around. You're hearing some bumps. And she's getting scared. And she finds on the counter uh, a thing of flour. She's like, how'd that happen? She cleans it up. She hears more scurrying scurrying and stuff and then the phone rings and it's it's Karen to make sure everything is fine and you know she notices like a, a tone and Meg's just like are you sure everything is fine she's like yeah I'm just I'm again like the alone at night willies but no everything's fine okay 
And then she checks by the curtain. She opens. She parts them because she saw something move. And nothing. She's like, what, what's wrong with me? I'm scaring myself half to death. She turns around. And she, for some reason, she stands there for like. Yeah, they didn't they cut, cut fast enough. Bit. They definitely. She stands there and then all like of a sudden. Seconds, yeah. And then. Boom! She and gets hit with the hammer. No expression. Just like just she looked, smack. and then yeah, and then she goes out the window somehow. She goes flying practically out the window, which is not how that works. In and she falls on the top of a car. Yeah. So I get it. Chucky pushed her out the window. Uh, unless Chucky had a fucking catapult, that woman is not flying out the window like that. Definitely because then a lot her. more people would be dead. Yeah. So this is my. My one thing, and maybe we don't have enough of the trivia. We don't have a research team. It's just the two of us. Um, the movie seems like it's trying to make us think this is in um, Andy's mind. that, Or that he's doing all this stuff, but he doesn't know he's doing it. Because you don't see who's doing this. No. You see Chucky, but you don't see him actually moving or anything. And it almost felt like they were trying to make us think that like Andy was doing it. And I'm like, yeah... Well, but I just saw the beginning of this, and he put his soul in the doll. So I, I Even know the it's the doll. Uh, the the full the picture the poster. The poster. Yeah, we know the doll's eyes. Come on, it's no mystery to this. Maybe they maybe they were trying to make you think it was like magic, like the Anthony Hopkins magic. Oh, uh, but what we but we didn't see that dummy get a soul put into him. Though. That's true. Yeah, that's the, again. That the... That's the thing. I understand why they did it, but why they did the opening because they have to kind of introduce all of that but I, I thought it was weird so um yeah so Catherine hicks comes home and uh unfortunately nobody wants to see this yeah you know, they, it's just the police all over the place your friend is dead um yeah and she happens to cross paths with detective mike norris from the detective from the beginning which is interesting it's just a coincidence you don't know who that is if you don't know child's play because i didn't remember his name so i've been calling chris him sarandon. all the other names that he i, I know him by <laughs> it's chris sarandon Yes, and um, Chris, there's a whole bunch of police officers. Some of them are doing their job. One person is sitting on the couch reading the newspaper. I don't know if that was tongue-in-cheek, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Tax dollars. For some away. reason, that guy was just like, oh, fuck it. I don't care that we're on a crime scene. It's my, bl- it's my break. Um, and they see the flower has little footprints in it, which apparently are the same size as Andy's, maybe, because they suspect yeah, him. Yeah, Andy's wearing, because he loves the good guy stuff, so he has good guy PJs yeah. and good guy PJ sneakers. Now, when the, the Detective Mike Norris, he um, he tells... You could say Norris. You, Detective, Detective Norris, Norris, sorry. I don't know, the way, he always says it like that, so that's how I've been doing it. He's getting called Chris Sarandon the rest of the time I talk but, about him. But, yeah, so he, he says to... To Karen, you know, uh, that her friend died, and obviously she didn't take it too well. And now he, and he's kind of implying maybe Andy could have done it. You know, he saw that there was a shoe print, like you mentioned, and the shoe print is the good guy print. It has a dog, it has a gun, and a cowboy hat, and all the little etchings on the bottom of the sneaker. Yeah, and so it must have been his first day on the job, or he doesn't know what a six-year-old looks like, because that child, I don't even, jumping off the counter onto that woman would not have been able to get her out that window. So that was stupid. Yeah, it it really wasn't, and he kind of, but he, I mean, he doesn't really have any other leads, and he's like, well, if not Andy, then who? And Karen tells him, very rightly so, get out of my house. Well, I mean, you're suspecting my son, and then unfortunately trying to help 
Andy sees Chucky's feet have the flower on it and mentions yeah. that. And it he, does not help. He tells, he tells the detective, and he's confused, rightfully so. And yeah, and then Karen kind of says, okay, get out. Yeah. Now, I'm going to add this because I kind of love this character, and it's such a small part, but I love... Oh, the partner? I love... I love Detective Norris's partner. He's so dope. That man. I love him. If you've ever seen The Mask, um, Doyle, Doyle, it's basically that kind of character. This man is in a. I think he got a different script. Yeah. And Don Mancini was fucking with him because this man, every scene that he's in, he is having the best. He thinks it's great. And I'm sitting there going, You. A person was thrown out a window. Yeah. He says, Oh, you got to take this to the lab. And he gives him uh, the hammer. In the ninety nine percent sure there's no gloves either. Bag. He's like, uh, got to check it for prints. He's like, what is that? The possible mirror weapon. He's like, come on, nah. You, you serious? Seasoned detective. <laughs> so after that, yeah. the next morning, ever we're gonna go on a trip. Well, even before that, I, I just want to add one thing that I thought was was okay. You pretty, remember this yes. too, because I so um, you know, Karen does go to talk to Andy, make sure he's okay, mm-hmm. and. He said that Chucky said that Maggie was a real bitch and got what she deserved, and his name was Charles Lee Ray. And you know, obviously, Karen is very disturbed of of those words coming out of her son's mouth. She's like, "How could you say something like that?" He's like, "Well, I didn't say it. Chucky did." She doesn't disagree, by the way. And she says, "Stop it! You're making all this up." And I think, and, and it's kind of like, oh, "Let's go some Aunt Maggie. You're yelling at me," and she's she. Kind of stops like yeah I, I guess yeah. and she says do you, do you want to sleep with me tonight? She's like no, I got Chucky. And what was interesting is Karen when she shuts the door she stays there and listens, and she, and he's talking to Ch- Chucky. He's like well Chucky why do you think he want to look at my sneakers? And Chucky sees that her ass is by the door and he does his stupid little hi I like to be hugged. He knew damn well she was listening. So then Karen's like, oh, this is stupid. And she Eh, goes to bed. She's also been up all day. She had to work. She's too tired. So now the next morning, morning. uh, she drops Andy off at school and everything's going to be great. Andy goes out of the school where there is no security. um, Gets onto a train. Again, no questions to the small child walking around with With a doll doll. by himself. Um, Goes to... uh, the scary part of town. The, oh, it wasn't even scary. It was just abandoned. There's like... It's abandoned part of town. With a crack house in the middle of it. And um, I guess he tells Dandy to make a fucking snowman or some shit. Because no, no, Chucky no. goes in the what house. What happens is he has to use the bathroom. So he oh, goes he to pees find behind the... He goes to find a place to pee. Yeah. Chucky, Chucky goes gets in. off of the chair that he put him on. And he goes in the house. And that's where his partner Eddie is. Which I... I and I said this before to you. Um, if he knows that the cops are on to him, why would you stay in the same fucking hideout? Why wouldn't you move? Eddie's crackhead. Like, fucking, oh god, and the house is full of rats. It's It's disgusting. Chucky turns on the gas and blows out the flame in the oven. So now the whole room and the whole house is filling up with gas. And then, like, he, he fucks with Eddie a little bit. He, like, he laughs. He makes some noise. Eddie has his gun. And he 
you know how they say shoot first? Maybe mm-hmm. Eddie could have been a cop because, you know, shoot first, ask, ask questions, questions later. later. He bashes open the kitchen door, just fires the fucking gun. Not even firing at anything. And the whole house, like what you said, like it was full of dynamite. Unfortunately. It just blows up. Unfortunately, the house was made by a fireworks company because I don't think ovens do that. But the house fucking, they had to, again, they have to compete with all these other action movies. And it is a pretty, I mean, if you're afraid of dolls, this is like not a great movie for you. Um, or maybe a great movie. Uh, well, it's 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 got some fun parts that are very actiony. So then after that, um, I guess the- Karen goes to the police station where Andy is there with Norris and his stupid partner, and because of course you know people notice the explosion somehow. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. How I, d- I don't know how we thought that was going to be subtle. Good yeah. job, Chucky, but. Eddie's definitely dead, so I guess that's a plus. Not that I think it mattered. Well, I guess it was just the revenge thing. Chucky wanted revenge. It was he revenge. said, I'm going to get you, I'm going to get Eddie. Yeah, so he, um, he's getting questioned and observed. Yes. And they decide he should maybe stay. In a psychiatric in a hospital. Yeah, which was terrifying. Yeah, that's... I, I mean, it's really sad because Karen goes to Andy and says, Listen, nobody believes mm-hmm. you. You need to start telling the truth. They're going to take you away from me. And he he keeps shaking Chuck. He's like, say something, say something. Tell tell them why you lied to me. And and then of course Chucky Yeah, he <laughs> does about the to thing. snitch on himself. Yeah. He says, Hi, I like to be hugged. Hi, I'm Chucky Wampa and Andy punches him and he says to you know, no, no, he he's really alive. He said that I, I can't tell about it. He killed me and of course the uh the doctor who runs a psychiatric hospital was, has, was listening behind the two-way mirror and he said, yeah, maybe Andy should stay a few days with us. But then she takes the doll home and, of yeah. course, she gets annoyed because this is like, I mean, I mean the horrible. last two days have been it's terrifying. Been, it's, been, it's been horrible. And she decides, you know what, let me just put him down, clean up, whatever. So she picks up the box and the batteries fall out. Interesting. She goes over to the doll. Picks them up, flips them over, opens the little battery area, and there are no batteries in it. Which, to me, is the most shocking part of the movie. Not that there's no batteries, but that they gave them the batteries. Because let me tell you how many of those toys had batteries. I got a can opener from Amazon, and I didn't get any fucking batteries with it. And I know Amazon has enough batteries. But apparently in the 80s, they were including the batteries. So she... uh, There's a cool scare because Chucky's head turns like fucking Linda Blair. Hi, I'm Chucky! She she drops and he rolls underneath the And it's a great... That is a great scare without um, meaning to be... Well, I mean it meant to be, but like it makes you so nervous because she goes... He rolls under the couch. She bends down, lifts up the couch flap to look. And he's just laying there, and you're like, he's going to do something. He's going to grab, he's going to whatever. She taps him. She picks him up. And it's still... Talk, talk. Well, but it's one of those things where it's like you're thinking, like, he's going to say something. He's going to do something. He's not. Now, she decides she has to be a little bit more aggressive. So she turns on the fireplace that they have. And she says to him, if you don't talk to me, I'm going to throw you in the fire. Or talk to me, goddammit, I'll throw you in the fire. And... That apparently upsets him because then he starts letting her have it well, in his changed. in his regular voice. His, by the way, his face changes. Yep. And goes, you stupid well, bitch, you filthy slut! I'll teach you. And he starts like biting her, and cur- and he ends up biting her arm like hard, and he leaves like this huge bite mark. There's, I 
I don't know if it's an inconsistency, but basically Chucky is as strong as a person because he's becoming a person. I don't really know. Um, this movie sets up a lot of rules that we don't follow later. It's so I, it's... I like to think that Chucky is still a person in the doll, so he's as strong as a person. No, but like sometimes he's becoming more human and then they oh, kind of drop the that. They drop that. Well, no, he has real sperm in the seed of Chucky, though. Oh, that's true. So, I don't... You know what? It's better we don't think about this. Don't think about it. Don't like enjoy it for what it is. enjoy it. So, he, um... She throws him. Yeah, she... runs out of the apartment. He gets into the elevator. <laughs> but she's chasing and him. she's chasing him with her high and... heel boots. And... But we didn't mention who the double is. Sometimes in those scenes where the doll is running around, it's uh, Alex Vincent's sister. Sister, yeah. So that's kind of fun. So yeah, she's chasing after him and Chucky gets away. So she decides to go talk to Detective Norris because Mm -hmm. that's the only help person that she thinks is going to be able to help her. He thinks she's fucking crazy. She shows him. She says, no, the doll's alive. He bit me and he looks at the the bite. But he knows that Charles Lee Ray died in a toy store whatever many days ago so he's like i shot him i killed him yes but that's not even like oh wait no did thinks that she's fucking crazy did we skip when she goes to look for the doll or is this around that time oh no because no. remember she goes to this look is around the time because she goes to look for the guy you're not gonna help me find yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna go find that peddler and he's and detective norris says she you should into- not be at the hobo camp at this time of night it's dangerous but she goes... There's never a good time to be at a hobo camp, though. That's that's what they don't tell she you. She is able to find him. And, and unfortunately, yeah. he is in the process of possibly sex trafficking somebody. I'm not really sure what's going on, but he's going to rape her. And Chris Sarandon comes in to save the day Yeah, with his uh, Chicago accent. That with, was... his, with his gun, his badge, and the Chicago Another accent. Another person I thought was British for real because I had only seen him as Humperdinck. And then when I saw him in Chucky, I was like, oh shit, is that guy not British? Which was our revelation of Steven Weber in um, Dracula Dead and Loving It when we watched The Shining and we just go, holy shit, that guy's not British. But yeah, he he forces the peddler to say, well, where'd you get the doll? He's like, oh, I I got it at a a toy store that was torched. Burned down. Burned down. And now it's all coming together. Well, now he realizes that obviously it's like, okay, so something went down. Because he wasn't... He did hear the chanting, but he. I don't he think he would believe. believe it. I mean, he. You're he not. Believe it. But so now Chucky has left the apartment because he's gotta go find us. He's gotta go find somebody else that he wasn't gonna take revenge on. But no, he was. He was planning on taking revenge on. Like... No, he. No, the the voodoo dude. No, not yet. Not yet. Oh, this is in the not, car. See, this is why it's. But you're not even looking at this. Oh, to. you're gonna I take the. All you. right, I, I got this. Frank's got this. I just see this movie way too many oh, times. Yeah, go ahead. So he lets. Karen, like, he drives her back, and he lets her out of the car, and pretty much says, you know, go home, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, Mike is still bothered by that whole situation. He goes and he pulls Charles Lee Ray's records from the police station. He gets in his car, and he meets an old friend. And when I say friend, I mean Chucky. Chucky... Starts strangling him with a cord while he's driving. And it's such a great scene because now he is trying to maintain control of the car. Trying 
to make sure Chucky doesn't strangle him to death. He ends up, thank God for these eight cars with the lighter in it, yeah. because he was able to press the the lighter tab down, pull it out, and burn Chucky's face while he's driving, while he's driving. on a dark winter's night in chicago yes. and a knife is being stabbed through the seat through the oh seat on the back up the bottom and it's, it's like and, it's cra- so and he's still driving and he has to like lift himself and he uses his knees horrifying so great so scary and it ends up crashing and it flips over and now like he now he's kind of like stuck so he, but he has his gun at least yeah. he has a gun and chucky's like he does something weird he Puts his knife. He stabs next he the seat next, next to, to him. The seat next to him. Actually, that was the seat. It was like the window near. It was the seat. Where he no, was yeah, it's like where the seat belt thing is. Wherever it is. Yeah. And then he he goes around, only to go back, take the knife. I don't know what that was all about. And Mike's trying to shoot in Chucky's leg. Like, well, do you any good, Mikey? You can't hurt me. Except he can, because he just burned him with the lighter thing. I don't yeah, know that what that weird, meant. Whatever. So Chucky does a, like a monster, like through the one, like Arr! yeah. And Mike shoots him, knocks his little ass back, and Chucky's like, "Oh shit, he can't hurt me. I better get out of here." So he leaves. Mike, I guess we don't see it, crawls out. Yep. So now Karen, of course, finds out where Charles Lee Ray lived. She probably paid the landlord because you see her talking to a guy that shows her. Now, that's probably a crime scene, so that guy's probably breaking a whole bunch of laws. But anyway. He doesn't look like he's concerned with that. She goes in. It's a very weird look. It doesn't really even look like it was lived in. And it has all these voodoo pictures on the wall. And it says, like, thank you, Mighty Dambala, mm-hmm. for giving me eternal life. And then you see a shadowy figure walk up behind her. And I think you made to... I don't know what you made to think I, of someone else. Or... It, no, because I did think that the um, voodoo guy was in the apartment. Because I always think that... Because they do... He does go to see his... Um, I guess the guy who taught him the voodoo. Yes. But I always forget that. That's so that's... So I thought that maybe that was his house. Because the pictures look very much like in Candyman, the... Um, the murals that you see yes. in that it's very it similar does, so i yeah. was like oh maybe that's where he lives but no it's chris sarandon he's like karen she's like, ah! and he says i so i pulled his records yeah. and i saw you know his nickname was chucky of course he believes it now because he was he his first, first name was charles so the fact that you had to look to see what the nickname of charles is really does not say much for your detective and, skills and, but he has the picture of the voodoo priest yes. who who worked with Chucky and he says, well, we have to find him before Chucky does. Well, Chucky gets to him first. Mm. Definitely one of my favorite scenes. He appears to the to the priest and he's, you know, he says, what do you think? The gree gree work? And, but he's angry because Chucky says, well, you know, this, this is all great, but uh, I got shot. And you know something, John? It fucking hurt. It did. And why is that? And... He doesn't even skip a beat. The you know the priest says, "Well, you're turning human. The more time you spend in that body, the more human you become." And he says, "No fucking way. Get me out of this." And the priest refuses. He says, "You perverted everything I ever taught you, and I'm going to stop you." So he goes to the phone, thinking that he's going to be able to call the police and tell them that doll's attacking him. Three, three numbers that you have to hit, <laughs> and this man does not even picks up the phone, looks at the doll continuously. Yeah. 
as the doll holds the voodoo doll, and let me tell you something, you're already going to be, he's yeah. already going to fuck with you. It doesn't matter. He has the voodoo doll. Guess what? He's not giving, he's not ordering you a pizza. He is going to hurt you. Yeah. I would have been dialing 911 like, oh my God, somebody get here. I'm being attacked. I'm being attacked because. Just don't mention the doll because I'm going to hang up on you. Well, yeah, don't mention the doll. Um, like, don't mention the leprechaun and leprechaun. And let's put it this way. Voodoo is not evil. No. I know that that's um, something people don't get because a lot of the time in movies it is used in an evil way. Voodoo is actually a very beautiful spiritual religion. Um, I recommend, we we recommend going to New Orleans to learn more about it. And Go to the Voodoo Museum. It's Voodoo very, Museum is it's very informative. Just educate yourself about it. It happens to be used much like with witchcraft in these movies because magic scares people. Look up High Priest uh, Roby of New Orleans. He's great. <laughs> he does walking tours. And he'll give you the real voodoo. Not no. the voodoo in the movies. No. The real voodoo. But anyway, what, this is the voodoo in the movie. movie so yeah. He breaks the arm. He breaks the leg. And he pulls out his knife and says, tell me I'm going to kill you. Which He's going to kill you. He's going to kill you anyway. But the, the priest says, and these rules are so strange. But he says, you have to transfer your soul out of the doll into the first human being you revealed yourself to. So he told Andy he was Charles Lee Ray. So he says, all right, well, I, I guess I'm going to be six years old again. Yeah, there's a lot of unfortunate choices yeah. in the wording, in the um, such as when he says, looks like I have a date with a six-year-old boy. And you have a and date it, with And that went through so many people who said, yeah, 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 that's cool. It's probably meant to be tongue-in-cheek, though. He stabs the the voodoo doll, yeah. and the priest starts bleeding to death. Chucky leaves him, and right at that moment, Karen and Mike break into the priest's apartment he finds him dying i don't think they but didn't they go to that house where the other people were and then they told him where he was no i thought they meet like a group of people and they pointed out and then he goes in and he was dead no no, no. He, uh, he's dying he's still alive no he yeah he's that's, so yeah. they break in and the the priest is saying you know must save the boy and karen says well how do we do this and he says his heart his heart is almost human you have to attack First, you attack the heart. Yeah, right. They got Green Goblin rules going on in this. Yeah, the rules, don't pay attention to them. They won't be coming back um, after this movie because we, I guess, Don Mancini's like, you know what? That's stupid. Let's never talk about this again. So now we're wondering how Andy's doing. Not great. No. Not, 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 not. no because he looks like he's in a prison. Yeah, the psychiatric hospital is very scary looking. Bars yeah. and he sees Chucky and he's trying to tell the doctor that Chucky's trying to kill him. Of course, he doesn't believe him. It actually is scary, though, that one scene of seeing Chucky run up the stairs. Like, there's something creepy about it because he well, just... Well, also because Andy's, like, in a corner crying. Well, yes, no, it, it is very upsetting to watch a child be ups- to be crying in a corner. But it's also, like, the scary thing of watching... He's looking out the window and he sees Chucky running up the stairs and stuff and it's just the like shots are great it's creepy it's like you know that it's not supposed to be that way and it's just running around it's and creepy. i didn't say this but i'm gonna say it now the puppeteering is great oh yeah 80s. oh my god bravo. no for any time i'm sorry anytime, anytime because bravo. i know like you had star wars in the 70s that had really amazing puppetry and you have jim henson and you have you know sesame street and everything like that but it just like the way that the animatronics came together and for multiple Chucky movies has just been like, Very I mean, well done. really, really, I, I definitely think that this is one of the best practical effects yeah. that you see. And, and let me tell you, I mean, 
they have great heroes, you mm-hmm. have a great villain. It's just a great movie all around. So Andy being smart, he stuffs under the covers pillows to make it look like him. So when Chucky comes in, he's able to get around him and get out of the cell. So now he's running. Now the doctor and the orderlies are chasing him. Chucky's chasing him. And he's able to hide in, it looks... It's an operating room. It's an operating room. No one's there. It looks like it's like under some form because it's covered with like blankets and shit. It looks like it's not even being used at this moment. I think it's probably just supposed to be sterile or something. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you're it's right, also probably. a psychiatric hospital, so it depends because I don't know how much surgery you'd be yeah. doing. So Andy has a scalpel trying to defend himself, and uh, Chucky does jump on him. He's able to break free, and he runs smack into the doctor. The doctor grabs him, and he's trying to sedate him, mm-hmm. and he's trying to say, "No, no, Chucky's." here and he and the doctor of course doesn't believe he's like it's okay well i'm gonna help you You're gonna, this is just gonna sting one second chucky gets the scalpel and stabs it in the back of the doctor's leg if you've seen pet cemetery when they do that to uh what's his name ed edwin glenn or something like that the guy who plays herman monster Fred Gwynn. Like Fred Gwynn. He gets his Achilles tendon sliced yeah. by the little kid. So it's kind of similar to that because that's how low that. I wonder. Oh, shit. I it might have been like an homage. Yeah, I, I wonder know. People, but that, that does seem it's like very, it was an homage. And that kid's kind of Chucky vibes. But yeah, so. Yeah. But to make matters worse, Chucky takes this electroshock therapy. Um, the machine. Machine. He puts it on the guy's head and he, he cranks it up to max. So he starts getting burns mm. and, and he's. Um, they cooking he's pulsating, like and he's getting cooked a lot, and blood's coming out of his mouth, and it's it's a great death. It's, a great it's death. one of those things, though, that um, you shouldn't be able to do that with those. I really don't think that you should be able to murder someone with what is supposed to be uh, treatment. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, everybody escapes the mental hospital. Yeah, Andy escapes, Chucky's Hollis Trail, and um, so Mike and Karen make it to the hospital, obviously. They're both gone, but it seems that this little girl who was in the psychiatric hospital tells Karen that he was being chased. And Mm -hmm. so Mike says, well, where would Andy go? He would go home. I told him if he was ever in trouble to go home. Does he have a key? Yes, it's under the mat. Not a good idea, but... I look, as the Seventh Heaven song says, where can you go when the world don't treat you right? (laughs) The answer is home. (laughs) Unless your dad is the dad from that... Seventh Heaven show, yeah, and then maybe you don't want to go home for that one. So everybody goes home because um, yeah, Andy's home, and... which leads to another one of the best moments in the movie, where Chucky has to take the elevator. Oh my god, I love that! <laughs> Chucky's in the elevator. You see these two old guys, like oh, no, it's a man and a woman. It's not too bad. <laughs> sorry, two old. Well, I'm sorry, I meant uh, two old, old people, old couple, and she's oh look, there's a there's a a doll here. Well, leave it alone. Someone will take it back. And she says when she gets out of the elevator. Ugly doll, and while it goes up, she goes, "Fuck you." It's one of the best parts. Um, but yes, now we're back at the apartment. Yeah, uh, Chucky has the bat. Chucky jumps like Santa Claus out of the fireplace. Never explained how he even got there. It really doesn't make any sense. No, but whatever. It's cool. It's a cool (laughs) shot. So Chucky ends up getting a hold of the bat and knocking Andy out. And he rolls him over, and he starts doing the voodoo chant. Now, Karen and Mike make it to the apartment building, and 
Mike is able to look up at the skyline. He sees the familiar clouds and yep. light. He's like, oh shit, we gotta move. So they run up. They get into the apartment. They And then they throw Chucky off of Andy. And this is when the final yep. showdown kind of comes in. And it's It's, it's pretty awesome. It, it, it's pretty cool. So first, he gets thrown in the fire. Not yet. No, he gets stabbed. He, well, first of all, he what, what Chucky does is he, he does stab... Mike. Yep. And I think he gives him the Achilles heel too because he's he stabs remember, him in the back of the leg. The back of the leg because he's from it. He's small. He's close to the ground. So he's yeah. and I think he also hits him with the back. And he slashes him. Mike gets all kinds of fucked up. He gives his one his extra gun to Karen. Pretty much says good luck. Yeah, which is not police procedure. I don't think not You're at not. all. But she. The thing is though, they uh they think Chucky died at one point, and they go into the bedroom. Oh no, they don't think he died, but they they think that he stabbed Chris Sarandon, and yeah. really bad. They think he's dying. They go into the bedroom, and then Chucky basically is going around through the bathroom trying to stab door. him. He ends up stabbing Karen through, through the through the uh, door, and she gets stabbed. And the stabs get closer, and she starts like cr- like crying a little. Yeah. Like, but she, she's it's basically like The Shining. <laughs> Once they get into the the den with the fireplace, you know, she's struggling. She yeah. ends up getting Chucky. She throws them into the, the fireplace and she puts the grate on but she can't reach the match. And Andy's just standing there. She's like, Andy, give me the match. Come on, Andy, give me the match. And Andy's like, so he's stunned. He's scared, but he takes the match and these are these matches that they don't make anymore that you the can long just ones. flick it off of anything and the flame will go. Yep. And Chucky says, Andy, don't, please. We're friends to the end. This remember? is the end, friend. I love that line. Which, honestly, I don't know why he thought that would work. You threatened <laughs> to kill me. You chased me around a mental yeah, institution. Luck. You beat the shit out of my mom. I mean, yeah. I don't... What friendship is this? So, yeah, so everything's fine and Chucky's been... Chucky gets burned to a fucking burned, And nothing bad around. ever happened again. I love that he's running around on well, fire. Well, they made him... So he is on fire and then he... They think he's not alive but yeah. he is fine because he's a doll yeah so uh, karen asked Andy to go get the first aid kit to help tend to mike's wounds and chucky's gone he's like mommy chucky's gone she That's doesn't a hear that but uh then chucky trips him and he sees terminated chucky oh he's burnt you see the teeth and you see the eyes but there's literally and nothing like, else of, and it's all black and melty his, his, his um his forehead kind of moves too, which makes it yeah, really fucking. It nice. was it's it's basically like the bones of a robot. It's so cool, and he goes after. So now, uh, Karen ends up getting the gun, and she this is cool. She shoots off the head. Mm-hmm. He's still moving. Shoots the arm, still moving. Shoots the leg, still moving. She keeps shooting him. Boom, 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 and then she thinks, okay, now he's dead. Now he's dead. So once again, they go back to. Um, we still have to help Chris Sarandon. We have Chris Sarandon. And the partner ends up getting into the apartment for some reason. And I think he called him at some point. I guess so. Yeah, and he... So he shows up and he's going to help everybody, everybody but he thinks this is fun. Yeah. Um, Mike says, nah, the doll's alive. Almost got the three of us. Like, don't touch it. About? He's like, the doll's scared. Just don't touch it. So he sees the burnt doll head, picks it up, and puts on the television. He's like, Mike. Come on, there's no way this thing is alive. I thought I told you not to touch it. But he stands as close as humanly possible to the wall while he's having so this, this entire discussion. Where there's a grate. And guess what comes out of the grate? Chucky. What's left of Chucky? He's like, strangle him, strangle yeah. him, kill him! Uh, and then they were able to shoot him through the heart. 
Yes, so, uh, they throw the doll, he throws the doll against the wall, and finally Kevin says, shoot him in the heart! And Mike does. And then you see Chucky's head say, hi, I'm Chucky, wanna play and now everything's great because we have a whole bunch of witnesses and nobody will ever doubt our story <laughs> i love the line where mike says now you believe me yeah but who's gonna believe me the dun, 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 dun. is right. that the last line of the movie uh no 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 okay because I, I was gonna say that i i don't think that was the last line um I think, I forget the line, the line was probably like, was a Carolyn, because I don't think Andy says anything. She says, come on, like they all, she and the partner help pick Chris Sarandon up, and she says, come on Andy, and the last part, which I like, what you said, the freeze frame, is Andy looking at Chucky's char remains. Yeah. And that's how it ends. And it was always those cool 80s cuts that yeah, they did frame, I liked then. it. It was... Re- I mean, this... So, sorry, we had to stop because this only does 60 uh, minutes, but... Okay. So, to finish off... Final thoughts. Jerry's final thoughts. (laughs) Um, It is one of the better scary doll movies, because now you have Annabelle, and you had that movie Dead Silence, which wasn't bad by any means. That was made by James Wan, who did the Saw movies. Yes. Um, you had Talking Tina way before, Chucky. I mean, there's a lot. You had... Oh, magic wasn't really the possessed doll thing, but there's a lot of creepy doll movies I've noticed. And I feel like a lot of them, like one of the things that this movie was um, similar to was there's a story about a boy in, I believe it was Key West, who was given a doll named Robert. And Robert the doll, if you look him up and when you listen to uh, my podcast, which is going to be one of my episodes for the paranormal um, Robert used to tell the kid to do things and it wasn't necessarily evil, but like if you disrespected that doll, bad shit would happen. And I'm not even trying to play with that shit. So, um, a picture of Robert in the museum. Better ask that first. permission. Don't you not do. Yeah. It's, it's the, the haunted doll thing is scary. I think to a lot of people because dolls look like people, Yes, but they should never move like people because that's just a little too real. But you see a lot of scary doll things out there, so. I've known, yeah. There's, people are afraid of dolls. It's like with clowns. It's like yeah, you take something innocent and you give it something scary. And then talking about earlier with Don Mancini, he pretty much kept... The, the first movie is canon with everything up to and including the TV series. Yes. Alex Vincent returns as Andy in the TV series. Yes, he does. Um, and it's just like, yeah, some of the rules fall off, but... Still, kind of always like the same thing. It's it's, pretty it's consistent. yeah. I gotta give Don Mancini a lot. I mean, like I said, Chucky's one of my favorites. This was an absolute pleasure to talk about. I hope people like this as much as I do because it's it really is my favorite, one of my favorite horror icons. Yeah, and it's it's one of those that um, every movie I think in the series like. I'm not a fan of the third. I'm one of those people. But every other movie... Did you like it at all, or did you completely hate it? I just... Some of it was okay, but I I don't know. We'll talk about it eventually, because the third movie, I think it was just that, like... I know a lot of people don't like it. It wasn't as fun as the other ones. I I enjoyed pretty much all the other ones. I like Fiona Dorif when she starts coming in. I love Jennifer Tilly, obviously. As the Bride of Chucky, which oh, yeah. is definitely something we're going to cover. That's my favorite. That Bride is Chucky the best is one. That's the best one. Because of Jennifer Tilly, to me. Oh, yeah. Jennifer Tilly. They they worked so well 
together. Yes. And it just, it fit. So I, I really think that she made such a great impact on the series because typically when you add characters, I feel like it's risky. It can make or break you, I think. Yeah. But Jennifer Tilly just makes things better. Oh, she's wonderful. Um, And the TV series definitely gives you a more modern take. It was a little like... At first, because the kids are younger, yes, obviously, and childs. All of these movies are told kind of from like the adults' perspective as well as the childs, but like the TV show is very much the teen years, yes, and some Chucky stuff. Um, so it it kind of reaches across everybody. I mean, any yeah. every generation because this came out before we were born, and then some came out while we were young yeah, enough and... if you're teenagers if you're adults if you're gender fluid there's a movie for that there is chucky the, is accepting chucky, yeah. because don mancini um is gay and he did put in a lot of that kind of coding in which yes. you don't see i think i think there is a lot of obviously there's a lot of queer coding in in horror movies but i i liked that it was written from a different perspective and then when they start adding glenn glenda chucky's child Yes. It becomes even more like, you know, you, you, you explore other things. So I really, I. They were all kind of different types of movies. Yes. That's I, exactly I what I gotta it really give it to Dom Mancini there. It, it's, this it's is the great. scariest, I think, though. I think the rest of them yeah. kind of went for maybe not super scary, but like, I don't think, I think there's some movies now where the scares are scares and then there's some where it's like well it's a horror movie but it's not meant to scare you it's meant to more make you laugh gross you out things yes. like that and i i think he's become a little has become kind of like freddy has yeah. become more of a comedic character but people are still i mean i know two people that can't even look at my chucky doll so chucky still scares people to this day yeah, which I grown ass people. I don't understand because neither do i i think chucky's awesome i'm also i think it's because i'm not afraid of clowns though yeah. Or dolls. I but there are people that are dolls. terrified of dolls. Um, Leave my clowns and dolls alone. That sounds weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, for me, I'm my fears are more bug-related. And I don't like... Like the fly. The drowning. Oh, no, the fly is not... I'm not afraid of the movie The Fly because of the fly. I'm afraid of the fly because Jeff Goldblum's dick falls off in his hand, and I'm really not <laughs> a fan of ever seeing that. <laughs> So um, there's there's that. I don't know that it will ever review that because a lot of that will just be me saying, I didn't watch this part because I was horrified. I didn't watch this part because then I would throw up. That was a movie that I saw on TV for the first time. Was it the whole movie on TV? No, it was not. Frank, no, it was not the whole movie on fucking TV. Did you see The Fly? Did you think TV so... was like, that's cool? <laughs> yeah, I missed a lot of that because imagine my surprise when I rented it. And oh, uh, I did. I thought it was fine. And I thought, oh, that's a new part. Oh, that's a new part. Oh, God. Oh, my God. So that's how that was. That's so funny. I didn't know that. I didn't know well, that's like with the Dexter. When I first saw Dexter, they were doing like the late night runs on like CBS or something. And there was a lot that they changed. It's basically like if you watch the Mad TV Sopranos. Where it's on like PAX, yeah, it's on PAX TV, which is like a religious channel, but it's just them cutting everything. Um, but yeah, with Chucky, I think definitely a very unique film. Oh, yeah. unique movie. Um, so to wrap it up, follow us on everything: TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. There's no X because I just think that's stupid. Um, X, X, and it's all under happily wedded weirdos. And uh, we are 
always happy to get a five-star review, five-star rating. If you're going to give us less than three stars, then you don't like us, and we don't need you. <laughs> um, and you can go fuck yourself while I'm, ta- while I'm saying that. I think that's it. We actually do know what we're doing next week. We're doing the Blair Witch Project. And um, that's going to be fun. The first found footage that started the whole thing. Yes. And it was quite the phenomenon. There's, there was something about the 90s that we just never got to really enjoy as children. No. So, um, watching it. We did it, have great cartoons, though. We did have, yeah. But if we were born in the 80s, we would have had better cartoons. And the cartoons went with our toys. So we could, like, play with them while we were watching. By the 90s, yeah. it was just reruns. They didn't care anymore. True, true. Um, so, yeah, go follow us, rate us, review us, help us in any way that you can. And uh, I think we'll do our favorite lines, which mine is, this is the end, friend. Um, I'm trying to think. My my favorite line of that whole movie is... That's a tough one, because I, I really like most of the lines, but... I guess my favorite line is after the old lady says, ugly doll, fuck you. Oh my god, that is one of the best parts. Well. Well. Good night. Good night. Lock up your dolls. Please. Don't buy your children hammers that are real. No. <laughs>